Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Splitting Hairs podcast by Jackrabbit Illustrated. We are the B team. I have done the same intro three episodes in a row. I'm very proud of myself. I'm Brandon here as always with Ben. He is just as excited as I am about my intro now. Um, but we are back for the basketball pod. Everybody saw us do the football pod last night with Dallas. That was a lot of fun. But now... Um, in this crazy year, we're doing basketball and football at the same time. So here we go and had a big showdown against NDSU last weekend uh, between the two programs. I mean, three and one's definitely a lot better than one and three. So I'm glad we're us compared to them. But overall, it was a fairly good weekend down there or up there. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, it, again, it's crazy having basketball and football on at the same time, but it is crunch time for basketball now. We have one more regular season week, and then it's a summer league tournament. So um, to recap what happened over the weekend, um, we kind of – the women put NDSU in their place. I mean, they were respectable games. Um, the, the first one was 86-78, and the second one we won 69-60. to um, So we kind of took, took care of business up there as we should. Um, the big news, the really unfortunate news – is that in the Friday evening game, Maya Sellen sustained an injury, which since then we found out it's season ending. Yeah. Which is just absolutely brutal for a team that was just gaining momentum, climbing up the rankings, looking at, you know, a six, seven seed in the NCAA tournament. To have a blow like that is just, uh, uh, man, I feel so bad for Maya. I feel bad for the team. It just, uh, there's nothing, it just, it just sucks. Yeah. And it sucks so bad, you know, uh, especially for Maya, like individually, because, you know, I she's, she's been injured every year, you know, she's had to battle injuries and, uh, you know, living up here, I'll listen to their sports talk radio a little more frequently than normal. And they had AJ on and he said, yeah, this has been an awesome year for for Maya. I'm so happy for her. She's been fighting injuries all these last years and now she's finally healthy all the time. In the back of my head, I was like, oh God, that's <laughs> jinxy. I'm not saying he jinxed her. Yeah. I was thinking it. And <clears throat> Friday night, it happened. And the women, I mean, the second game is really the biggest flex on NDSU. Because I had their fans chirping at I mean chirping at me because people forget NDSU women's basketball used to be a huge deal. They used to be really good in Division Two. At least so I'm told over and over and over and over and over and over again while I live up here. Um, so <laughs> they used to, and they used to draw like we do, and then they're they turned into a dumpster fire. So now that they're coming back, they're they're starting to feel themselves a little bit. So I kept hearing over and over how we've caught you guys, we've caught you guys. It's year two. Calm down. No, <laughs> you haven't. You don't even have your recruits in yet from this guy, and you haven't been beating us on recruits anyways. So the second night to lose Maya Allen and Tori Nelson, two just top line. I mean, the Summit League MVP in Maya, I mean, kind of hands down. And then um Tori Nelson's probably going to be an all-conference type player as well. So to lose those two type of players and then come out and win anyways, Tylee Irwin went off. And I don't know if that was because she's playing in her home state and showing out or if she's just going to naturally step into that role that well. And that's something that's going to be huge going forwards. If she can continue to play like she did. 
Yeah, they're going to need it uh, because, like we said, Maya's out for the season and Tori Nelson is questionable. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's and, – and she – I was looking at their um, points per game. Um, you know, they're losing, let's see, 19.2 points per game out of Maya and 9.4 points per game out of Tori. Um, Tylee and uh, – Tylee Irwin and Peyton Burkhard averaged 13 and 12. So – uh, you know, losing 28 points out of your your two of your starting five uh, team is uh, it's it's tough. Um, hopefully, Tori Nelson can get back in the lineup. That'll help a lot. Um, and they are you know fairly deep. They do do go pretty deep into the bench. Um, but yeah, they're going to have to replace that 19 points a game somehow. Right, right. You know, and it, it just sucks going into the Summit League tournament time and everything like that. Uh, I don't think it makes us a bad team by any stretch, but um, it makes it way harder to go and beat you know USD in the in in the conference tournament. This is probably a gift for them. I mean, I think we can beat them. I think mm-hmm. that it's very possible. Um, but I don't think they stood a chance if we had Maya in the Summit League tournament. I just think they were in serious, serious trouble. Um, and this really opens the door for them to be able to get in. And we would both make the tournament if they win. If they win in the championship game over us, we're getting an at-large bid anyways. Um, but yep. um, that'll give them the opportunity to be in the tournament. So that's a it's a huge break for them in that circumstance um i know matt zimmer wrote an article today about why you shouldn't give up on this jacks team um and i haven't read it yet i saw it and i clicked on it the argus leaders website so goddamn gosh darn stupid that um you know you have to um like if you click on an article you're not signed in but then you have to go through and re-sign in every time and it's just silly uh but so I haven't read it yet, but I don't think you should give up on this team. I think they showed that they are very good. I mean, NDSU is not a slouch team to win on their home court. And that was a tight game until we pulled away a little bit in the final minutes and they started following and things like that. But there's still a ton of talent on this team. And if anything, it's going to be a little bit of a preview of what next year's team's going to be like, depending on if Maya comes back and how all that works out with all the crazy COVID stuff for basketball and everything like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, NDSU is no slouch. They're the, the clear cut number three team in the women's summer league. So, you know, to win, win a game on their court without Maya and Tori is very impressive. And yeah, again, it shows that don't give up on this team. They still got a lot of depth. They still got really good players. So, you know, uh, hopefully, I mean, AJ's he's done it in the past you know he's had injuries to big players in the past so hopefully they can um, put put things together here kind of through the last week of the season and for sure make it to the championship summer league championship of the summer league tournament and then see what happens you know if you if you have a hard-fought game against USD you lose that one you're still in the in March Madness so you know, and then you got to kind of regroup and see what you can put together going forward. But there's definitely a lot, a lot still to play for. Um, even though obviously it's a, there's a damper on the season, but it's definitely don't give up on this team. Yeah. I think the biggest bummer for me is looking at this team, you know, 
they were looking like they could with the seed they were looking at like they were going to get and how high of a seed i mean i don't think sweet 16 was going to be anything out of the question yeah i think they would have been expected probably i mean yeah and and now i mean you you just replacing a a player of that caliber is i mean there's a reason she plays every game and has won she won a record six summit league player of the weeks this year in a weird year like this i mean it's just unreal so to i think that'll probably as a fan we have to probably change our expectations on that a little bit but Mm -hmm. when it comes to the team i'm sure they aren't i'm sure they're not sitting there going oh we lost mind well now i guess we'll real we're going to readjust our goals i'm sure they're shooting for the same thing so it's going to be it'll be interesting to watch going forward. Yeah, definitely. So they've got uh, a series this weekend against I forget who they play. UMKC. UMKC. Who's the the fourth fourth place team in the Summit League right now? So another good test without uh, Maya and potentially without Tori. So we'll see how that goes, and then roll into the Summit League tournament as the number one seed because they've got that locked up. Um, the best USD can do to do is tie them. And since we beat them twice, right. Then right. we, yeah, we would have the number one seat anyway. So um, yeah. that's nice to have that all locked up, but obviously you want to carry some momentum into the summer league tournament. So I would expect them to uh, still come out fire on this weekend against you and Casey. Well, and if I remember right, I believe um, we've never had an undefeated team in conference play. We've always hmm. had at least one loss. So coming into this UMKC matchup, which, yeah, they're fourth, but there's such a big drop-off between third and the rest of the conference that um, I think we should – They, I'm expecting a sweep out of them. I expect them to play well enough to do that, even if it is on the ruse court. But – I mean that's a, that's still a huge goal to be able to accomplish. What a crazy Especially, stat though! Isn't I mean, it all it, the all the great women's basketball teams we've had those tournament yeah. runs? Yeah, like how have we never gone undefeated in conference play? That is amazing. Yeah, I and I just randomly heard it or read it somewhere, and it stuck, popped into my mind when you're talking about it being the last weekend. I was like, huh, yeah, it's still sticking out there, isn't it? So that's a that'd be a cool thing to wrap up, especially in a challenging season like this one. Definitely. Yeah. It looks like I just ran through them quick. We went 17 and one, one time back in 08, 09, and then 13 and one another time. I think it was like, yeah, 13 in 2013, 2014. So yeah, that'd be a quite the accomplishment right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a real nice cherry on the top of the season to be able to do that for the first time and roll in. I mean, that that's going to give your team a boost either way, you know, when you ending the season like that. So definitely. But the men's trip wasn't quite as successful as the women's. Yeah, I mean, that was a dogfight. I think, yeah. you know, after after Noah decided to finish his season, um, I think it was kind of known that this is going to be kind of a three, three-man three fight for the top of the Summit League between USD, NDSU, and SDSU. Um, and that showed. I mean, they were very evenly matched and two awesome games. Um the the first one, you know, it seemed like we kind of had it in hand and then they kind of got uh, close at the end. We were able to hold them off. Um, we won that one. Uh, I'm trying to remember the score of it. Charlie Hustle. Six, there you go. 
68 to 67, we won that one because Charlie Hustle with a huge three-pointer. I mean, that was huge. Huge. I mean, he doesn't make that shot, and we don't have a chance at the one seed and probably not the two seed either. Right. And then and then and then Douglas Wilson didn't necessarily have the best game that game, but the defense he threw up on Rocky Kruger at the end of that game for Kruger not even to get a shot off as time expired. I mean, when he was where he was at on the court, I mean, big kudos to come through when it really mattered by by Doug there with his defense instead of his offense. Yeah, that last defensive possession was really nice, but. Uh... Yeah, like I said, I mean, we were we were ahead, you know, five to eight points pretty much the whole game until kind of late second half. Um, and then NDSU took a lead, and then we had to come back, and it was a dogfight right up to the end. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, credit to those guys. I mean, they, they found, a, found a way to win. Um, Baylor Shireman put in a really good game. He had 16 mm-hmm. points. Um, didn't get the double-double. He had six rebounds and six assists. Um, but I mean, still, that's a awesome stat line. And I think you'll see between him and Wilson, I think, you know, with Fredell out, Shireman's really going to need to take a lead role um, in terms of being that guy that can go get, um, that can go get buckets when we need him to. Um, and, but yeah, that, that first game in Wilson was two of 10 with four points. Right. I mean, for us to pull Super out a win, for us to pull out a win with that going on is impressive. Yep. So then you go to the second game of the weekend, and I hope people watched that game, and I hope they didn't turn it off when we yeah. were down by 22 at one point because Hendo put on a full-court press that just bothered the hell out of NDSU. I mean, it they put Doug Wilson at the top of a full-court press, which is – uh, stupid like nobody puts their right. post player at the top of a full court press and man he was a menace out there like it was so fun to watch he just created turnover after turnover and they clawed their way all the way back from yep. 22 down to being within two points with under i think under a minute yep and we did we weren't able to pull it off we lost 84 82 but man that our guys had to be tired after that one that was a that was a tough game, um, you know, from a physicality standpoint, and you know, running a full court press over half the game was. I mean, that that was tough. Yeah, I mean, the the amount of effort it takes to come back from twenty two down is it's insane. I mean, I and you're sitting there watching it happen and happen and happen. You're going, all right, are we going to run out of gas? Are we going to run out of gas? Are we going to run out of gas? And then. Eventually, we threw a pass away, and that kind of sealed our fate. But yeah, that was that was a heck of an ending. And I, I ended up listening to the end of the game on the radio because I had to drop a relative off, and that was really fun to listen because I was I'm in Fargo, so I was listening to the Fargo, the NDSU broadcasters, and just the the despair <laughs> in their voices. Oh about, yeah, like what we can't handle this press. We got to stop turning the ball over. Like, well, you got to stop turning the ball over. Well, you got to stop turning the ball over. And I'm just sitting here fist pumping in the car <laughs> every time it happens. It, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't going to turn the game off, but I, there were plenty of times where I was like, man, there's no way this is going to happen. But yeah. yeah. So that was a fun game. Um, almost came back and won that one, but 
We didn't, so now we sit at third in the Summit League standings. If you yep. want to bring those up. Well, I guess we can talk about oh, no. quickly the uh, – oh, they're there. Um, so, yeah, we're sitting at third. Again, the conference final conference standings will be determined by conference win percentage. See that in the second column there. Um, for those that yep. can't see it, USD is sitting at 76.9%, NDSU sitting at 71.4%, and we're sitting at 70%. So we've got some work to do. However, the nice thing is we control our destiny for a top two seed, which is really what you need going into the Summer League tournament. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit. What I want to do is recap our picks quick and the rest of the games that happened in the Summer League. Um, if you want to throw up the schedule. Yep. Um, aye, aye, Captain. This is what <laughs> Dallas is so not awesome for. I mean, That's very he's true. He's kind of the man, the myth, the legend for that. So we'll, we'll start with the UND Omaha series, which I, I have no words for the first game of that series. <laughs> Omaha was missing guys. And the line comes out and they're like, yeah, uh, you, UND is plus two. They're underdogs against Omaha, who Omaha at that point had not won a Summit League tournament or Summit League basketball game. And I believe they were two and 18. So they'd only won two games all year. Uh, what are they? What is Omaha going to do? Shorthanded. They go and win by 10 against UND. They won by 10. Uh, UND mustered 62 points on, oh, it doesn't have the percentage there, on a terrible shooting percentage. Mm -hmm. It was so bad. I have to look it up. It was 35.8% from the field, which is really bad. I mean, that's a okay three-point percentage. That's a terrible field goal percentage. Right. So uh, long story short, um, UND, I hate you. Yeah, uh, I remember you texting me before that those games started, just going, "Man, this line is like broken. This line's like broken." Which I know for sure you're going to be getting in on it because you think the line's broken. And then the absolute anger in the texts that I got out of losing. Oh I couldn't my believe God. it. So uh, the I, the the crazy thing is the line is the same for the second night, and then right. UND did what they were supposed to do. They came out and won by twelve. Right. So I don't know. At least they they redeemed themselves the second night. Um, so yeah, they split that series. Um, as far as picks go, we had UND sweeping, so we both went one and one there. Um, Denver and UK, UMKC played. Uh, UMKC won both of those by about ten points which we expected them to do. We both took UMKC to sweep. Um, we both had SDSU sweeping, so we both went one and one there. And then lastly, the ORU-USD series, or should I say one game, yeah. um, USD, one of their staff members came or had a positive COVID test, so they had to cancel the second game, I think, because they didn't know, probably didn't know how widespread it was at that point, had to get other people tested make sure they weren't going to um, spread it any further than it already had. 
And so they only played one game, and that was a very good game. USD won that game by two. Um, Plitza White had a huge game and had some huge free throws down the end to seal that one for USD. So that was a big win for them because it did put them at the top of the conference. Um, and unfortunately, I picked ORU to win that. You won, you picked USD. So you went five and two, I went four and three. <laughs> I avenged myself for the football. Yeah. I feel better now. So that's a summary of the Summit League slate from over the weekend. And now we can go back to the Summit League standings because what we need to do is talk about how this last weekend is going to play out. Um, so this well, yeah. is the... Go ahead. Because, I mean, that that USD game getting canceled with ORU makes this just a whole different game plan. Really through right. a wrench into everything. And I think when I was listening on the radio up here, because obviously the NDSU folks are very invested in this. Um, as I was listening to the deal, they said the, that coach's test, second test came back negative. So that that test that canceled it, if I'm following that right, would mean that was a false positive. Which would be very interesting for, I mean, let the conspiracies abound, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> kept USD well, in first place. And now this interesting is going to be this interest. Did I call this an interesting? This weekend mm -hmm. is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Well, and at least, you know, because what we started to talk about was, well, now that they canceled that game, they could cancel this weekend series and they would have first place locked up and there's no nothing anybody can do about it. Mm -hmm. which yeah. would just, I mean, <laughs> it's COVID, whatever, but that would suck. It, it would just Thanks. would have been the most COVID thing to happen to yeah. us as right. SDSU with right. all this whole, whole season's gone. I mean, it couldn't have been a more this season than that happening. Yeah. Thankfully, it does sound like they are going to play that series, which definitely helps us out in terms of the possibility of getting the one seed hugely yes. i mean i mean realistically that's the only way we get the one seed is if that's that game's played or those games are played exactly so if we look at just our seeding possibilities um hank hanchin uh or brian hanchin whatever whatever his name is his twitter handles hank i don't know people call him hank and I've heard people call him Hank Hansen, but that I feel like Hank's a short for his last name. But anyway. Life's weird. I'm not sure how that works. It's USD's beat writer. He put out a nice little article that kind of summarized um, the seeding potential um, possibilities uh, for the Summer League tournament based on this weekend's results. And he summarized that SDSU could end up anywhere between first and fifth. Um, however... We don't completely control our destiny for the one seed. Um, even if we sweep UMKC, we need USD to at least lose once. Yep. Which if is very that happens, plausible. It very. I mean, yeah, between. So the, I think that series, is it at NDSU? It's in Vermilion because. Oh, it's in Vermilion. Okay. Yeah, because we played in ND, at NDSU. USD played at us, and they're playing at USD. Okay. So it's at USD, but um, I mean, that's. They're both. Good teams that they'll they'll have a dogfight on their hands, um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that one. But what we need to happen is for them to either split or NDSU. If NDSU sweeps, 
we would still not get the first seed, right? We need him to split. Uh, if, right? we, if we both, so if we both sweep, what's stupid? Then, what, hang then. on. What's stupid is we spent a good ten minutes before <laughs> yeah. our podcast figuring this out. Yep. We were like, okay, we got it. We got. We, it. we had it. Yeah. No, we we don't. We don't got it. We don't, we don't got it. it. We don't got it. Like we don't have the ability to stay under an hour if that's the goal. Like that's, it's confusing. It's confusing. It is. It's tough. It, it was confusing, but if. NDSU sweeps and we sweep. We tie for the conference championship. They get the one seed due to them having two wins over USD, who would be the next highest ranked team, and we split with them. If USD and NDSU split and we sweep, then we get the number one seed and win the conference because of numbers. And (laughs) and then if USD sweeps, NDSU sweeps, we or if USD splits with NDSU and then we split with UMKC, I have no idea what happens, but things happen. I'm assuming we stay in third. I think but, we'd stay in third. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we would stay where we are. But what if Depend, Oral Roberts Depending on if Oral Roberts sweeps, I bet we would drop. And that's why, I mean, I think if we if we split, or and especially if we lose two, we have a chance to go down to the fifth seed. So... Well, yeah, there's a wacky is- scenario he listed where if we get swept and then Oral Roberts drops a game to um, Western Illinois, then UMKC can get the three seed. Two seed. Or two seed, even better, mm-hmm. even more better. So they get the, they'd get the second seed. So it's going to be a wild weekend. You're, we're definitely, everybody's going to want to keep an eye on everything because it's all going to matter. Yep. Yeah, except for UND and you know Denver and Western and Omaha, they don't really—they're not going to matter this weekend. A nice way to simplify it for us is that we need to sweep to get a top two seed, which, like I said before, that's really what matters when you go into summer league tournament. I mean, if you look at who that um, eight or nine or excuse me, seven or eight seed is going to be in the tournament, which that's another thing that has to play out. Um. Omaha and Denver are tied at one and 11 right now in the standings and they play each other. And so if one of them sweeps, obviously the sweeper gets in. If they split, I have no idea. It would depend on, it would depend on who got first. Right. I think so. Yeah. However, yeah. Who did Denver beat? I don't know. We're not going to worry about seven or eight seed. Right. Basically, one of them is going to be the eight seed. The seven seed is, is I think, locked in to be Western Illinois. Um, so that, I mean, now that I look at it, one seed would be nice because I'd rather play either Denver or Omaha than Western Illinois um, because Western right. Illinois, I mean, they're a step above those teams and they've got some good things going. Um, so we'll just, let's just say this. We'll sweep and we'll just root for a split. How's that sound? Right, because um, if you get the second seed, the thing to remember is then that's the di- difference between playing USD or NDSU to go to the championship or playing Oral Roberts to go to the championship. So, yeah, which, I mean, I don't know. The way we played Oral Roberts, I I don't really want to mess around with Max Azemus again either, but... Right, but we were <laughs> very successful with a... With a with a lineup that was missing Noah Friedel against Earl Roberts. Yeah. 
But on the other hand, we did beat NDSU two out of the three times we played them. Right. So what a tangled web we weave. Right. The important part is getting that top two seed so that you at least get the bye, or not the bye, the the extra day of rest. You play on Saturday night. You don't have to play on Sunday. And then you play Monday, Tuesday, which is a big deal not to have to play three nights in a row. It's a huge deal. Yep. So we will see how it all plays out this weekend, but we just wanted to give you an idea of what the seating possibilities are. Um, but yeah, the most important part is sweeping against UMKC, which speaking of them, that is who we play this weekend. And um, they've actually been on a bit of a roll lately. Um, I'd have to look back. But they've won. I can put up that old schedule screen again if you would like and we can all take one together five in a row they are on a roll yeah yeah they're they're playing well at this point um and so you know they we certainly gotta watch ourselves this weekend they did play omaha twice in there as well as You know, I mean, Omaha and Denver, those are four of the five. And then the, the other one is a two point win against NDSU. So Which nothing to scoff at there. Dumpster fire of a game. Yeah. 49, 47. Yeah. Um, and so they, before the Omaha and Denver series, they split with NDSU and they split with Oral Roberts. So, you know, uh, they're, they're no slouch. We'll say that much. That's true. I mean, they're not going to be a pushover and you're on their court. So, Road trips are always tough, and we're going to have to play well and going to have to play like we want the top seed instead of that we're just going to show up and UMKC's going to roll over for us. That's not going to happen. Yep. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think especially with Friedel being out still kind of fresh, I think they'll be still trying to figure some stuff out. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how we go at them and – uh it's another it's it's Friday Saturday series again. So we've got what time is the football game on Saturday? By the way, is football game's game? at the football game's at noon. So because I'm going okay. up there for that. Nice. Um, football game's at noon, and then the basketball games start in the afternoon per usual, right? Three or four. They're at seven thirty, both of them. Oh, perfect. Then. Yeah, I'll we'll be able you'll be able to watch all the Jack Rat. Just set aside your whole Saturday and then you can watch the football game, roll right into the women's basketball game, and then the men's basketball game. Do we know if those are going to be on TV or not, though? That is a good question. It shows Jackrabbit Sports Network. It'll for sure be on GoJacks. I'm hoping it's gonna be on the regular one, but It'll be on Midco SN2 on Friday. Oh, there you go. Per the Summit schedule, it says it'll be on Midco SN2. So if you get that, hopefully that also means it'll be on ESPN Plus or ESPN3. Mm -hmm. Uh, Midco generally puts all of their productions on there. Or if you have the Midco Sports app, um, should be able to access it through that. If you're particularly clever with a... Smart TV, you can get it on your smart TV, but yeah, that takes some finagling. It In case anybody's does. wondering, you just every smart TV generally has an internet browser, 
use the browser to go to the Midco SN site, log in, and you should be able to watch through that. It just is a little bit more of a pain because of using remote control. Right. Yeah, hopefully they come up with a uh, app soon. But besides that, let's move on to the picks for this weekend's summer league games. Um, we'll start out with the fight for the last place in summer league tournament, which is Omaha at Denver. Ooh, that's, that's going to be an ugly game. They're both one eleven in the in the summer league play. Omaha does have some momentum from being U- beating USD though, or USD UND. Yeah, I'm sure they sure they do. Yeah, you know, I mean, a little bit. They got to be feeling better in Denver, right? I guess. I mean, they're still three and nineteen, and Denver's <laughs> two and seventeen. So, hey, one win. Do you know how much more one win means when you only have three of them? It's true. A lot. That They're is, probably floating on cloud nine right now. That is very true. You got that going for them. I'm going to go ahead and say that they split. I'll take, I'm going to take Omaha winning the first one, Denver winning the second one, and chaos is going to ensue. And of course to, they would. And then uh, we'll figure out after the dust settles who actually makes it into the tournament. See, I feel like you're right, but just because that's how this year's been, so why wouldn't it be? But I, I believe Denver will win because they're at home, and I think they'll win both of them, but I think you're right because it's a weird year. So you picked Denver to win the first one or second one? Omaha first, Denver second. All right, I'm going to take Denver in the first one, Omaha in the second one, because like just it. because I want to be different from what you're doing. I like it. So then we've got Western Illinois going to ORU. And ORU obviously still has some um, sta- seeding to play for. So they're going to be um, looking to do the best they can to get to get a higher seed. Um, West Illinois, I believe, is stuck in that seven spot. But they're obviously going to want to get some momentum going to the tournament. Um, I just – I don't think – that Western Illinois is going to have enough. I think uh, between Azmus and O'Banner, I think they do enough to take both games in this one. Yeah, Azmus and O'Banner have been so red hot lately. I mean, even the game they lost against USD, they were on fire. So I'm going to take ORU for the sweep. Yeah, and uh, I don't know that, you know, we've, we've been talking about a top three kind of in the Summit League. I think ORU is, uh, you know, uh, legit, you know, has a legit argument to be top four, like have it mm-hmm. be a pretty even top four because of the way they've been playing lately. Um, it does seem that they're a little more inconsistent um, than the other top three, which is kind of why I put them at this, you know, kind of the second tier. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they go win the Summer League tournament, to be honest, especially yeah, with a really- player like Azmus. Yeah, there's really, I think, going to be realistically four contenders for the the title, and especially not having fans in there. I mean, if there's a year that ORU is going to knock everybody off and win it, it, I mean, what what better year than this year when you got two guys who can get as hot as they are with no fans allowed? Yep. 
Yeah, so we'll see if they go ahead and sweep Western Illinois, which we both picked them to do that. Is that right? Yep. Okay, and then we've got the NDSU at USD series. I'll let you pick that one first. Uh, well, I do believe they're going to split. Um, I really do think that's going to happen. I think USD is going to win a close one the first game, and then in the second game, NDSU is going to pull it together and squeak one out down in Vermilion and help us out in a big way, which I'm very appreciative of. So I'm going to take USD in the first game, NDSU in the second game. Thank you. My wife just brought me a fresh red beer. How nice is that? That is nice. Meanwhile, I'm drinking milk. There's been a lot of conversation, by the way, about my beverage as a choice during these. Apple juice was the other night, for those of you who are wondering. And now I got milk tonight. So, Making sure you get your sugar intake. Mm-hmm. Come hell or high water. I, <laughs> I will... I am very... Very tempted to take NDSU to sweep this one. Uh, part partially, and I I think it's partially because I hate USD that much. Yeah, I think um, that's a lot of it. I mean, I I hate I don't like NDSU either, but I, I hate their basketball team less than I hate their football team. Yep. So who doesn't? Right. I'm gonna take. I'll take NDSU to sweep. I think that really, yeah, I will. I, I think that USD is too too reliant upon Plitza White or Umude to go off. I don't think they're balanced enough. I think NDSU locks them down on defense, and because uh, I I do like I, as much as it pains me to say it, I would say that NDSU is probably a slight favorite to win the tournament at this point, in my opinion, based on, based on the, what I've seen uh, out of those. See, and I, I'd go I'd the say, other way. Amude, I think, you is think USD, lock, I think USD is going to be able to lock down Kruger with Amude. Cruiser. Yeah. Cruiser. Yeah. Rocky get shut down by Amude is what I'm going for. Rocky um, stupid mustache cruiser. Yes, that one. The guy who's just irritatingly good at three-pointers. I think Amude is good enough that he'll be able to lock him down defensively, and Plitza White's going to still be able to make things go for him, personally. That's that's just how I see it. I see those two as better than the top two for NDSU. And and they're, they, are, they do match up well against us, so if we were to pick a favorite besides ourselves, I'd probably lean USD. Excuse me, i got to go puke. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's why it's just such an interesting series and I'll probably actually tune in um because I'm interested to see how that those two games play out. Um I, I would be interested to see like actual Summit League tournament odds to see where they right. put us versus NDSU and USD. Um because I, I think it'd be close. Um I think that yeah, I I don't I don't know that any one of them is going to be a, a heavy favorite by any means. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So I took NDSU to sweep. You took USD to win the first one, NDSU to win the second one. We'll see how that plays out. Um, I'm guessing I, I know how we're going to pick the SDSU UMKC series. Yeah. Um, we'll take UMKC USD to sweep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, SDSU to sweep. Um, 
yeah, I think I think we take care of business. Um, I think we get in a groove in these last two games before the seven league tournament, and uh, we just hope hope for that split so we can get that one seed. Yeah, I think we uh, we take care of business on our end. Um, you know, it's a lot harder to go into Fargo and win than it is to go down to Kansas City and win. I think so. I'm going to go ahead and take the sweep and. That hasn't worked out so well for us the last couple, three weeks, but I, I think this week it's going to work out. Yeah, oh, and what I'm looking for is for Douglas Wilson to have two really good games yeah. because we need him to be dominant every game from here on out. Uh, yep. We can't we can't have those games where he's only he's going 2 of 10, only scoring four points. We need him in double digits. Um you know, we may squeak out a game here and there when he's not scoring 12, 15 points. But if you're when you're in a summer league tournament play, it's yeah, you just can't have that anymore because that's how you get bounced from the tournament in the first or second round, which we've seen far too often. So that's what I'm going to look for is to Wilson really to get in a groove, kind of assert him, assert his dominance and uh, yeah, to have a really, really nice series for us. Yeah, um, it's it's time for Doug to be Doug and come out there and lay down the law and really really flex flex his muscles on everybody because we you're exactly right we we need that um, we need Baylor to to go off um, we need Arians to start putting up a few more points I think um, and yeah it's it's gonna be a wild ride I'm gonna be tuned in plugged in and hopefully buckled in. Yeah, it, it's going to be a fun weekend of SDSU sports. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, looking forward to the Summit League tournament next weekend, um, which is crazy that we're there already. Um, I was just trying to make uh, some Summit League tournament plans because, unfortunately, we can't go for uh, the first time since Summit League tournament's been in Sioux Falls. I won't be able to go to the Summit League tournament. Um, so going to miss that a lot. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to – figure out something but it's an exciting time of year and we'll uh hopefully get some momentum going before the tournament yeah i mean nothing but no better way to go into the tournament than sweeping somebody on the road that's right all right with that i think we got her all wrapped up we don't have to talk any football we talked all that last night go check out that podcast and we had a lot of fun with dallas talking about that preview in the game big game against und and check out the stuff that Matt and Kyle have been doing too. Um, got plenty of content coming coming at you, especially with football and basketball going on. There's there's a lot a lot of content coming out. So um, and there's more to come. We're getting some video stuff put together too. So be sure to follow us and um, be looking for all that. I got nothing Perfect. to add to that. All right, good deal. Well, with that, go big, go blue. Go Jacks. Go Jacks.